Hardly a day's rest and Cage is already back on the job. Possibly the biggest job of his lifetime. A mysterious girl, an envelope, and a long walk through the wasteland. Before he could do all that, though, he needed a place to flop for the night. And that would be his old war buddy's outpost. Cage hadn't seen Willie in some years now, but had confidence in their friendship. Even though he's a raider of all things. That same evening, Cage left his residence and made the trip out into the wasteland to set outpost. The main road was accompanied by a view of absolute nothingness of the desert, so it was easy to spot. It was a Friday night anyway, and most travelers already hunkered in their nearest town's bar. Yep, just another quiet walk for Cage. Just like he liked it. Off the beaten path a little ways was the outpost. Looked like a small metal square off in the distance, but it got bigger when he got closer. And outside, a young buck with a little too much ambition in his eye. That's far enough, sir. What do you want? Do you have a death wish? I'm giving you three seconds to- I'm here to see Willie. How do you know Willie? I'm a friend of his. The name's Cage. Cage? Where have I heard that name before? Oh, I see. What? Top shelf bounty hunter, I believe. Daniel was mentioning him on Friday over drinks, remember? Oh yeah. And just what the hell does a bounty hunter want with the boss, huh? Lower the gun, kid. I'd rather not ruin your day. Nah, nah, he's got a point. What's Willie gonna think if we just let some bounty hunter waltz right inside, eh? Because that's not what you're going to do. You're gonna ask permission for me. Then I'll walk inside. I don't think I like this conversation. Nah, you've got law written all over you. I think you should take the opportunity to turn around and forget about this place. But I'd make that decision now while the window's still open. I'm afraid I'm not going anywhere. You there, you seem a bit older and wiser than your trigger-happy friend here. Why don't you go check with your boss and Ken the melodrama? Nice try, but my job is to stand out here and shoot anyone who tries to get in. That's right. So get the fuck out of here! Not gonna do that. Sorry. I'm giving you a chance here, motherfucker! Kid. If you were even remotely serious about shooting me, you would have already done it. Whoa, wait. Hold on, hold on, wait. Don't have me make more of a mess out of this. Just go in, get your boss, and bring him out here. Tell him Cage wants to see him. Can you do that? Y yeah. Y yeah, I, I can do that. Good. And please hurry up. be good. William. C Cage? Is that you? Well, of course it's you. Aw, oh, shit. Is this your doing? The kid left me with no choice, afraid to say. 
Uh, I don't remember him, so I doubt he was all that special, but an asset is an asset. You know you're gonna have to pay me back for that, right? Sure. But in my defense, he was a little too aggressive. Even for a raider. Eh, uh, whatever. So are you coming inside, or what? Really? No arguments? No tug of war? And when was the last time you saw me? I'm tired, Cage. I quit the dog and pony when I saw some gray in the mirror. You're not that old. War will do that to you, comrade. And I assume that's why you keep the armor on? All those sagging tattoos? <laughs> Come on. These deserts freeze at night. your crew this big. I pictured you as a small circle kind of raider. Well, I sure as hell wasn't gonna follow an existing fold, that's for sure. I went in raw, stood atop a boulder with my gun drawn, and gave them a pitch. All who wanted in went through me. But it's like parenting, Cage. You're there to raise them, not to be their friend. Put the fear of the Almighty in them to keep the order. If not, I do you like a racehorse with a broken leg. That still warranted the big crowd? Well, as the years went by, I got comfortable letting the numbers swell. The process remains the same. That's why we aren't skeletons right now. Maybe someday you won't be seen as raiders anymore. That's the goal. So what am I looking at here? This bunker ain't big enough already? This is a project I've been working on for a little bit. After a few broken eardrums, we managed to blow the lower wall down to get digging through to the bedrock. Now, I'm not exactly sure what I want it to be yet. Maybe an extension to the bunker or perhaps an escape tunnel if the time came. We have endless possibilities down here as an outfit. I see to take full advantage of that. Looks like you gave up on that wall over there. Yeah, that was scary. I don't know if we hit a cave or some kind of air pocket in the earth, but our first attempt was met with the ugliest blood bugs you've ever seen. Yikes. Hell yes. Two of our guys got ate up by the things, since we had no choice but to shut the door behind them. We gave it a few days before trying again, and the things went back in place. Threw up that wall in record time. Well, let's hope you don't find them in the one you're working now. Say, you hungry? We just restored the cafeteria in this place and made it into a mess. Lead the way. These are Abel and Coda. They're my top lieutenants. Obliged. Yeah, Willie tells us you used to run together. <laughs> How much he tell you? Not much. Just that you fellas have a history in the Brotherhood. Willie, 
You told them about the Brotherhood being out this way? Oh, now, hold on. That was a long time ago, Cage. You know that. Yeah, but our orders still stand. <laughs> are, are you kidding right now? There ain't no oath anymore, son. Those orders are as dead as the rest of our comrades. Whatever happened to moving on? Whatever happened to honor? Ah, <sighs> fuck me. Here we go. I know nothing matters now about all that. I get it. But that still just tells me that you never took any of our intentions to heart. To spirit. Come on, Willie. Were you just an, an empty shell when the Elder gave us those speeches? Huh? Uh... I, uh, I'm sorry for bringing it up. I feel as though a story needs to be told. It's fine. It's fine. Fellas, for whatever it's worth now, Cage was one of my knights. My best knights. Of Paladin Willie and his brave knights. Yes. Right, well, I won't go over the whole thing and risk a flashback, but when bad got to worse out here in this forsaken desert, Cage fought by my side, tooth and nail, after the rest of our squadron bit the dust. Marfa, years ago. What happened? We did a lot for that town. Raiders, super mutants, you name it. All in the backdrop, though. There was wave after wave of feral ghouls coming from somewhere out of town. Yeah, that's an understatement. Half of them were glowing ones. Marfa had a special guard running patrols by night to make sure they don't wander too close. So after we stamped out most of the problems that the town had, we zeroed in on those zombies. The first few weeks on the heels of those scampering monstrosities were tough. Seemed as if we had a lead on the source. Remember, boys, these weren't your run-of-the-mill ghouls. We'd end up wasting entire boxes of ammo on, say, a hundred of these things in a weekend. It ain't exactly like we had scribes to study these things when we returned to base, either. We don't know if it was in the stuff they were eating, the kind of mutation. That's right. It was anybody's guess. Brotherhood technology thankfully led us to the pockets of the things in the surrounding caves just outside of the town. Damn near lost our sharpshooter in one of those scraps. Then, I'd say a week later, we were all chilling at one of the bars there one bright sunny morning. We heard a boom that shook the whole town awake. Turns out we missed some. A lot of them. A whole legion of them rushed the place and duked it out with the guards of Marfa's fuel supply. It blew up. Jeez. And if that wasn't chaotic enough, the blast knocked down a huge portion of the outer wall, letting tons of them in, just ravaging the town. After sloppily getting our weapons ready, we rushed as fast as we could towards the action. Men, women, children, all running by us, scared out of their minds. I don't know if telling them to get inside would even work, but it's all we could have done at the time. We caught up with the town guards on the way up, maybe two minutes later. And what an incline that was! Imagine, boys, running up a hill in full-blown power armor, trying to see past all the panicked public, was something out of a disaster flick way back when. Yeah, it didn't get any easier up at the front either. A big wave of them had already done away with a truckload of security, and we just showered them with lead. The first layer of them went down with our combined efforts. 
But before we could take a breather, the heads of what looked like thousands of them were just coming up on the horizon. They were coming for us, full force. How the hell do you prep for that? Huh, <laughs> funny, you don't. Well, maybe we could have, if the Marfa police force didn't decide to duck and rush the mayor down in his bunker all of a sudden. <laughs> Cowards just wanted an excuse to back out while we did all the heavy lifting. However you take it, we were outnumbered from the gate. Within a minute, we lost the local backup and were forced to fall back. I can still hear those bony little footsteps charging after us. Confused citizens getting tackled to the ground. <sighs> Somehow, we managed to gain a little ground and posted ourselves around the buildings and dispatched about ten, I'd say, before it was time to turn around again. Should have seen those aimless bastards. Civvies took off like roaches out into the desert. The ones that didn't think to stay in town, that is. Right, and the ones that stayed had no clue what to do, and neither did we. Anyway, the situation got way too dire to stop and think what to do. Willie here ordered the immediate evac for us. And to be quite honest, that was the worst part. All those people. When the town guard was wiped, we were the only ones left to turn to. Nothing was harder than turning folks down left from right as they pleaded for a ride out. Huh. I damn near thought I'd have to leave you behind, Cage. With the way you kept stopping to tell people we'd be sending help for them. <laughs> you and that sugarcoating, man. Yeah, well, it's better than pointing your iron at the crowd, telling them to back up. So, if that's the case, where's the rest of your squad at? You tell him, Cage. You remember better than me. Hit my head something fierce. The rotors were in full swing. So the townies finally backed away. Thing is, though, the ghouls caught up with us just as we lifted off the ground. Skinny little freaks tore everyone apart. Then, they came for the vertebrate. Latched onto us like flies. It was like something out of a nightmare. We fought them off the best we could, but at the end of the day, there were too few lasers and too many of them. About 20 feet into the air, they got to our pilot, Crenshaw, and none of us had a free hand to help. I don't know what happened, but the bird spun out of control and the world went black. So, uh, they didn't get you guys on the ground, I guess. Nah. Everyone and everything died in the crash. Well, except Willie and I. We landed close to a half mile from Marfa. Guess they had more than enough prospects in town to care about only a few in the desert. Willie still had active vitals, so I dragged him out east. <laughs> Ain't gonna lie that I'm surprised you both didn't decide to stick it out after something like that. Believe me, Abel, the feeling would be mutual if that happened to you. And you got nothing but static on the other end from the brass. Well, we don't even know why- I don't want to hear it, Cage! We did our job for Marfa, and if you ask me, it's done. More than done. And if the Brotherhood doesn't want anything to do with us after that, then I guess I don't want anything to do with it. Besides, 
It's a good moment to close a chapter and open a new one after something like that. Brotherhood think we're dead as far as I know. <sighs> well, I suppose that doesn't mean lying back, enjoying a drink in some established settlement somewhere. Don't be a hypocrite now, Cage. Money just doesn't appear in your pocket and you know that too. You found a new profession and so did I. You utilized those crack shot attributes of yours and became a bounty hunter. I utilized my leadership skills and gave some of the downtrodden a cause to live for. We still retain our friendship. Nothing's been forgotten. You, my friend, you need to learn to move on. Hell, why not join us? It would be like old times in a way. Ah, uh, I'll give it to you, pal. You know how to keep a squad in order. But my loyalty lies with the Brotherhood. Unless you'd like to join me on an odyssey to the closest base. Wherever that is, I'll stay where I am. Well, it was worth a try. Guess there's something to admire of a man who still worships Zeus this day and age. <laughs> I mean, that's practically what you're doing. <laughs> well, who knows? That may be the one right man in the world. I guess I'll retire for the night and get out of your hair then. Sure thing. I've got some free beds you can use. Abel, you show him the way, will you? Of course, sir. Right this way, Cage. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And now, back to our story. How many chems can these fools stomach before they pass out? Uh, I need to walk around or something. Oh, hey Cage, where you going? Just getting some fresh air for a moment. Don't mind me. All right. <laughs> Wouldn't get used to sticking around here. It's like this every night. <laughs> Can't blame you in this world. You heard him. He knows where his loyalty lies. That should be enough for you right there, with all due respect. That's nothing, Abel. Get your head on straight. 
He knew about this since the gang was in its infancy and he didn't care. You said it yourself. If it ain't brotherhood, it ain't worth his time. And I say, the moment he actually does go scouting for your old masters, he's going to empty all the shit he knows about you like a mindless robot. What the heck is this about? He already killed one of our own just as his friendly way to knock on the door. What else is that but a threat? He's grizzled, son. Something I am to have all you men be someday. You're still not answering the question. But the answer's right there, son. Just who the hell belongs in my fold who doesn't have the right mind to unload on a trespasser? Especially when they get all uppity like Cage, eh? Not one of mine, I can tell you that. Listen, I agree. Beta males get found out eventually, right? But this isn't about him or any potential weaklings in this outpost. This may be the only time we can nip this problem in the bud. And it literally just walked in the front door. Don't take my thoughtfulness for ignorance. I know when something falls into my lap. And that's why I say we kill him. We won't have a more convenient opportunity. You're a colder bastard than I thought, Abel. Good. It's wise to consider other possible avenues as well. Like? I have some contacts in other groups that put high prices on fellows like the Brotherhood. They don't know about me, obviously, but I say why not squeeze this Brahmin for all it's worth, eh? Hmm. Not opposed to it, that's for sure. Question is, is it worth the risk to our numbers? Let me counter that with this. Do our men have what it takes to subdue him, even in his sleep? Hmm. Remember, friend, I teach you lot the hard way every time, so virtually nothing becomes a challenge in the end. No one here is worth mourning for until they've proven irreplaceable. That's a shame. You're far more gone than I thought, William. You're lost, pal. There's nothing for you behind this door. Yeah, unless you want to get drained like a balloon. Body's upstairs. You got a problem, buddy? Look, our shift ain't over yet. Wait a sec. Ain't you Willie's old war buddy? Is that who you are? Oh, right. Cage at something, right? A nice armor, but seriously, unless you want to wedge paint dry down here, we've got nothing for you. Fuck, they put him on up there. Yeah, looks like he just got broken in on overdrive or something. <laughs> you, Cage, or whatever, come back to planet Earth. <laughs> Guys on Mars right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wait! Old door. 
Corroded metal. Should do the trick. Thirty seconds, max. It'll have to do. Hey! Cage! Where are you going? Party's down this way! Cage! so soon that control panel right there is it just for the door huh oh this thing yeah we don't really touch it though keeping it on automatic is all we need why you plan on coming back nope ah! is living, young man. You understand? Being human. Hunters and gatherers. Taking what you want, when you want. The tribe of the strong inheriting the earth. Do you read? Sometimes. Unstoppables and stuff like that. <laughs> well, my advice? Keep reading it. You ever find yourself in a city and pick up one of those old office papers? You'd have a heart attack at what was expected of us way back when. So, should we deal with him now? In a moment. Gonna have a nice little setup for him in the hallway if he manages to break away from his room. That boy's a slippery bastard. What the hell is that? I don't know. Let me check. Shit! The blood bugs got out. Shit! What? How the hell did that happen? I don't know. Oh shit. Boss, they're everywhere. Well, don't just stand there. Close the door. They're coming in. Shoot them! Now! What now, sir? The front entry. We need to scram right now! Everyone, follow me if you want to live. Hurry! Here we are. 
We made it. Abel, what's the damn holdup? Open the door. I'm trying, sir. But it... Ugh, it won't work. It's not opening. Son of a bitch. Guy outside better make it work for us if he wants to see sunlight tomorrow. Hey! Hey! Open the store right now! Get us out of here, you hear me? Open this fucking door, you piece of shit! Hey! Let us out! Let us out! We're stuck in here! Get your head out of your ass and open the store right now! We are dying in here! Boss, here they come. Oh my, everyone, everyone, open fire on that swarm right now and don't you dare stop. Shoot, I said shoot. You heard him, boys. This is it. No, damn it, no. voice? Yes, I was about to turn in for the night. Just wanted to make sure you... well... We're alive? Yeah. Just a little detour. I'm heading east as we speak. Good to hear. Keep your head low, bounty hunter. Try not to draw attention to yourself. Attention finds me, actually. It's been my burden to shoo it away. Well, next time it happens, say someone else. I need you focused, alright? Will do. I guess that situation couldn't have ended any worse for those two old soldiers. But Kate wasn't the one who changed. Sure didn't make the scar any older, though. Tune in for our next chapter of The Cage Chronicles, Episode 3. It came from West Texas. What happens when Cage stumbles across a cute elderly couple in the middle of a swamp? Well, aliens attack, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you won't want to miss this. But until next time, that's all she wrote. But wait up there, partner. Before you go on hitching that horse, be sure to rate this podcast wherever it is you're listening to in order to spread the word around the wasteland. Heck, or just send it directly to another Fallout fan. You know they'll like it along with the many adventures of Walter and Bunny. The Cage Chronicles is written and produced by Preston Harden, 
edited and mixed by Ethan Walsh. Cage was voiced by Mike Tyson. Willie was voiced by Harrison Bowman. Abel by Austin Rogers. Coda by Robert Solomon. Read by Marianne Stanick. And the gods were voiced by Forrest Lee and Preston Harden. Now, here's a real gaggle of cowpokes that deserve some much-due spotlight. Mike Gregory. Mike Tyson. Yep, Cage himself. Oakley Wright. Michael D. Badcue. Joel Jekyll. Brian Snyder. The Donnie Difference. And Dan McCormick are our current posse of dear listener Patreon supporters. And boy, do we thank them for their contributions. If you'd like your name mentioned as well, be sure to visit patreon.com slash abomradio and become a dear listener. Now don't be shy, you can also find us at abomradio on Twitter. Other things like merch and Discord are available in this episode's description. I'm Forrest Lee, and I'll see you in the next one. Listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. How well do you know your video game lovers? Have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the other delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, the girl whose motto in life is love, laugh, tequila. And on Two Girls, One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada, the hopeless romantic cat lady and lifelong gamer. But you should know that our podcast centers on character and romance analysis and doesn't shy away from exploring the fun of physical connection. Or from the deep emotional connections built between two characters, using specific in-game dialogue and the overall narrative journey. So join the two girls, one ship, shipsters, and remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller.